0: abgenommen bedauert
1: <laughs>
2: mystery
3: really want to know what happened, Inspector. Ask Toby. Yes, Toby, who is only a ventriloquist dummy, but who knows more than you think. If you want to hang me, let him be a witness. Out of this world. Columbia's parade of outstanding stories of those moments when reality turns to illusion, when fancy becomes fact, Sharp, shocking fact. Tonight, a remarkable adventure from the successful English motion picture, Dead at Night. A story which, for the next half hour, will take you out of this
2: world.
1: Scott!
2: Scott! Here now,
4: pumpkins! Here yeah, now! Enough of that noise! You're disturbing all the other prisoners.
3: Oh God, tell me where, Toby? What have they done with me, Toby? Ah,
4: so it's Toby again, is it? Now, stop all that fuss about the dummy. I won't ever afford any more noise in that solitary confinement
3: for you. But I must see Toby... Oh, God, God, I'll pay you anything if you'll bring Toby to me.
4: Ah, you ventriloquist, a queer one. All this fuss about a talking dog. He's not a talking doll.
3: Don't you understand, he's... Toby. Where is he? What happened to him?
4: How should I know? Probably safe enough. The
3: inspector will take care of him. Well, you tell the inspector to send Toby back to me. Back to me, do you hear? Tell him I want Toby and I want him right now. Oh, sure, sure. Inspector
4: Dodds will be happy to do anything you say.
3: You're an impertinent fellow. But, oh, oh and, but, yeah, you're
4: a rough one, all right. You're just lucky I ain't in here for murder. Lucky that fella Leswell, you shot is coming along, all right.
3: Whatever, whatever happens to him makes no difference to me. I wish he was dead. He tried to steal Toby from me. Now, ain't that a pretty thing to say? Thank you, my Charge. I'm sorry I caused you any trouble. All I want is one thing: that go to the inspector, go to somebody, go to anybody, and tell them that I've got to see Toby. I've got to see Toby. <laughs>
4: He's raising a devil of a row down in the tells. Keeps yelling. He
3: wants his dummy brought back to him. I see. Well, if letting Tompkins have the dummy will keep him quiet, perhaps we can arrange it. Oh, good heavens, sir. Is that him there in the chair? Huh? Oh, yes, that's Toby. How huh, true. Sits up in the chair real lifelike, don't he, Inspector? Amazing, ain't it? It's fantastic that a man could be attached to such a thing.
4: Queer how Tompkins keeps saying that... Uh,
3: If you want to know
4: why he shot Laswell, ask the dummy. (laughs)
1: He's
4: an odd one, all right. Imagine asking anything from the likes of this. Such a blank, idiotic little face he's got. (laughs) So you old Toby, are you? So it's you that's responsible for all the trouble I'm having with your master today. Poor Mr. Tompkins. If I wasn't a mild man, I'd change that smelly smirk on your face. I'd give you a real sad look, I would, with my fist. All right, now,
3: hold on there. Do you think that stick of wood will answer you? Eh? Oh, you know very well only a ventriloquist from get dummy talk. Now, sorry, sir, I I guess I did look a bit foolish. Yes, and before we all do, we'd better get to the bottom of this. God, bring Tompkins up here. Time we had a little talk. (laughs) If I promise that Toby will soon be returned to you, will you cooperate with me? Toby? Is he here? Is he near me, here? Yes. But you can't see him oh, yet. But I must see him, Inspector. You will, but not before I have certain facts. Certain facts? About your quarrel with Mel Laswell. Now, if you tell me the whole story, I may be able to help you. Help me? Fine. Why should the police help me? Because it's part of my job. Yes, but you've done your job. I've admitted I shot Laswell. I did it. What else matters? Your motive. He tried to steal Toby from me. Isn't that motive enough? Tompkins, I really can't understand you. Understand? Of course you can't understand. I wouldn't expect you to. You've never spent years, endless years, playing shoddy, cheap musicals, starving out at the elbow because you couldn't find a partner who understood you. You never toiled day and night for weeks on end creating somebody like Toby who could go to the big town with you. Oh, Toby can tell you what it's been like, all right. Unfortunately, Tompkins, Toby has shown no inclination to speak to me, as yet. <laughs> Toby would appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Indeed he would. <laughs> what have you done with him? you will see him soon enough, I promise you. But first, I want to know what makes you think Mel Laswell tried to steal Toby. Oh, I, I was aware of Laswell's intentions right from the start, I think. Even before I met him. I had a premonition that something. Somebody might separate me from Toby. I couldn't stand that. I'm as much to him as he to me. I see. Uh, when I met Laswell at the club that night, I realized almost at once that he might be the one to cause the trouble. I suppose you've seen him. That's what, well, you know, the sort he of is. Regular troublemaker. Yes, Tompkins, I've seen him. Now, come to the point. <laughs> well, as I indicated before, Toby and I have been playing all the better music hall in the last few years. Top billing, you know. And then we got our engagement at the Kit Kat. West End nightclub. That's about as high as Toby and I, or any act, for that matter, can go. We were standing backstage, waiting for the dark act to finish their turn. It's only a standard act, not particularly hard for us to follow. And then, Bigelow, the master of ceremonies, came along.
4: Glad to see you're ready to go, Tomkin. You're
3: on as soon as they finish the wall. We know our acts, Mr. Bigelow.
1: Well, just so you know yours as well. Not Toby. Well, I don't want him to forget to take the chair out tonight. I have the chair right here. Now,
4: don't worry. It won't happen like it did last night.
1: And do us the favor of getting off the floor when you've introduced us. You messed up the whole first part of our act standing behind us. Here, now. Now, don't say that. After all, it was your opening night, and how was I to know your act? You did it deliberately. You were trying to cut in on our last. Now, look here. I don't have to take this kind of stuff.
3: Toby, that was not at all professional. Mr. Bigelow, I apologize, then, Toby. Don't seem to have the grace to do it. Very well, I accept it.
4: Huh? Well, now, <laughs> well, uh, what do you think of that? How do you think you take me in, Tompkins? Do if I don't get to thinking that dummy
1: is a living thing? Bigelow is a terrible ass, isn't he, Tompkins?
4: Why, <laughs> 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 right, Joe, it's remarkable. Tremendously real, you know, the illusion. Oh, right. Oh, by the way, you'll want to be particularly good this evening. You have a rival out there. Hmm? Oh. Laswell Mel Laswell the American the ventriloquist from the States. Laswell? oh don't tell me you haven't heard him on the wireless here look have a look Uh, uh, he's he's at the
3: front table over to the left oh yes yes I see him
1: Mm, and who's the gorgeous young lady his wife he's awfully good
4: world's greatest ventriloquist I've heard say
1: I like her
3: (laughs) don't you recognize presidently Bigelow he may be the best, and again, he may not be the best.
1: And you're pretty jealous, aren't you, Dumpkin? I'm nothing of the sort. In fact, you'll feel more uncomfortable than ever tonight working in front of a real artist. Now,
3: see here, Toby. But
1: as usual, I'll carry you along.
3: You'll carry me. I'll have you know I carry this out. Please, 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 both of you. Stay
1: out of the fat mouth. Now, see here,
3: joke's a joke, but when you use. to. A... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why, George, you took me up
4: the road again, Chompkins. I thought you and this wooden imp were rowing. <laughs> so he was <were> human. <laughs> Imagine me thinking he's actually human.
1: Lathering, rubber. Let's get out there and bring us on. Yes, yes, of course. And don't forget the chair. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 here it is. Look, I'm going to introduce Laswell before I bring you on. Must you? Oh, and here's the teacher. That's right. Give the boy and girl a great big hand. The dance team in all of the United Kingdom.
4: And now, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, visiting royalty, <laughs> before I present you our next little feature... I'd like to call on a distinguished variety artist who is here tonight. You've all heard him on the American wireless. and seen him in the American cinema. Mel Laswell. I ask Mel Laswell to stand up and enjoy that well-known Kit Kat's hospitality. I'm sure that beautiful woman he's with is a much happier bird on his knee than McGill Toole, whom you've seen so many times.
1: Stand up, Melvin Laswell. And now...
4: Now I want to bring on an act The like of which Mr. Ladswell has never seen Our own British Prince, Eric Thompson and his talking timber
1: Toby
3: <laughs> Well, good morning, good morning, good morning
1: Hey, Tompkins, go easy on that morning stuff
3: Now oh, come, Toby
1: Well, that man over there looks like the truant officer
3: Why, that shouldn't bother you, Toby You've
1: been a very good boy, haven't you? Why, yes, but I'm out of school Out of school? Why? Appendicitis. Out of school because you have appendicitis? No, not because I have it, but because I couldn't spell it.
3: Ah, no, Toby, my lad. We better watch that appendix of yours. After all, people die of appendicitis, you know. And then you'd be a skeleton. I bet you don't even know what a skeleton is.
2: Get a good grip on your nose, darling. That guy's got the worst material in the British Isles. No, please, now.
3: I just know you're enjoying this. People are watching well, you. Well
1: then, what is a skeleton? A skeleton is a lot of bones with all
3: the people scraped
1: off. You know, Toby.
3: Toby, I saw a very strange thing the other day. <laughs> Toby, are you listening to me? I said I saw a very strange thing the other day. All
1: right, you saw a very strange thing the other
2: day. I don't blame the dummy you for being embarrassed. Oh, my master. <laughs> now, here, Toby, let not
1: the
3: surprised to you, for a bright man like you. I said I saw a strange thing the other day. There were twelve men standing under one
1: umbrella, and not one of them got wet. And well, not one of them got wet. I know the payoff to this game, but I won't say. And Mr. Laswell knows, too, don't you, Mr. Laswell? So what goes on here now? Come, come now, Mr.
2: Laswell. I know you do. Uh, you give the answer. Toby, please, Jeez, darling. This is embarrassing.
1: Well, say Mr. Laswell. If well,
2: this guy keeps writing me, I will get into this his back.
1: This
2: dummy's dummy says that he all 12
1: men under one umbrella, and not one of them got wet. So why not, Mr. Laswell? Because it wasn't raining. <laughs> <laughs> Raining, I mean, it wasn't raining. Now you see, Tomkins. Everybody knows your joke. I'm humiliated. Actually, humiliated to be up here with a third-rate ventriloquist like you. Well,
3: if you don't like your material, why don't you try rewriting it?
1: Rewrite it. Uh, did you ever hear of anybody going into St. Paul's and offering to rewrite the Bible? Then just what do you propose to do about it? I'd go to work for Mister. Laswell in a minute if he'd have me. Uh, Melbourne, may I work for you? No, let's
2: go. Wait, Claudia.
1: May I, Mister. Laswell?
2: Well, I pay Mickey O'Toole seventy-five cents a week. He'll wind up in my fireplace if you'll work for fifty.
1: Uh, <laughs> You were nothing. Just <laughs> a <laughs> beautiful woman beside you. Oh, that's the Lanswell wife. I don't care, I mean it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you think this is part of the act, but it isn't. I think that Mr. Lanswell is the greatest ventriloquist in the world.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, Please don't blame me for this It's
1: Aswell He's speaking all this through Toby He's trying to steal Toby away from me Mel, is that true? Do you have something to do with it? Relax,
2: honey Get the rest of this routine I'm being quite sincere,
1: Mr. Aswell I'll work for you And you won't you to me a Stop it Mel, are you speaking through Toby? Well, Mr. Aswell Will you take
2: me on? Watch him try to get out of this one, Claudia
1: I'm thinking about it, Toby. Oh, no. Toby, either you behave yourself I'll kick you off the floor. That's right, that's right. Just when I'm about to get a good job. Call the MC
4: back, tell him
1: you ought to run away and hide. Uh, Come on out,
2: Bigelow. Tompkins needs your help. All right, all right. Just as
3: right. you say, Tompkins. Uh, that's uh, all,
4: and thank uh, you for this little impromptu surprise. Oh, brother, it's about time yes. the MC yes. took
3: it's over. All part of the show, friends. All parts. Bigelow. Me, Bigelow. give him a nice hey, hand. That's how I knew, Inspector, that Lazarell had taken more than casual notice of Toby. Oh, I could have forgiven him for his interference on the floor of the club. That might have been mere professional discourtesy. But there was something else in Laswell's attitude that made me fear the man. It was his personal interest in Toby. Now, oh, he wanted to separate us. I became certain of this later when he came back to my dressing room, pretending friendliness.
2: In there? Who is it? No, Laswell, Tompkins. Mr. Laswell. Well, how, how do you do? Uh, you mind if we come in for a moment?
3: All right. Please do. Now, this is
2: my wife, Mr. Tompkins. And Mrs. Laswell.
1: Mr. Tompkins.
2: Won't you sit down? And throw those dressing gowns on the floor. Thank you. Well, so this is your boy. Nice carving job.
1: (laughs) I'm very handsome. Uh, Don't you think so, Mrs. Laswell? (laughs) Well, you certainly are, Toby.
2: Tompkins, I've been curious to know who made him for you. Don't put your hands on him. Oh, I prefer that you left Toby alone. Certainly, you needn't worry. I'm quite handy with dummies myself. You certainly surprised me with that little act out front. Your own part in it surprised me, Mr. Lazwell. Oh, believe me, Tompkins, I never... You will
1: You see, Mr. Lazwell, Tompkins' attitude requires some sympathy. He's quite aware he's not our
2: equal. Keep quiet, Toby. Tompkins, how far does this gag go?
3: That depends on you, Mr. Lazwell. And on just why you came to my dressing room Oh, only professional courtesy yeah. you've come to make some sort of a bargain for Toby I am not going to permit it
2: Now wait, Mr. Tompkins I will not permit
1: yes, it Yes, wait, Tompkins I will not permit it Whatever the Laswells have to say to me is my affair You might even pretend you're a gentleman And make a graceful expert
3: Toby, if you're trying to make me look ridiculous
1: I'm succeeding Yes, I know Now go on over behind the screen And get your makeup off
3: Very well, Toby But I warn
1: you Feed it uh, pay no attention to him, Mrs. Laswell. I don't. Now I don't understand. This fellow's amazing. Not at all. He's stupid, really. Uh, constantly interfering in my affairs. Uh, Mrs. Laswell, now that we're alone, may I tell you something? Something I'm sure you've heard before. What is it, Toby? That you're very beautiful... That I'm very fond of you, Mrs. Laswell. Oh, now, look here. And whatever Tompkins thinks, Mrs. Laswell, you're really a very nice woman. Well, I'll be. No,
2: no, I don't like this. Tompkins. Yes? Come out here. Well, what is it? How far do you want to carry a joke? A joke? Either you apologize to Mrs. Laswell right now. for what? For the last crack you just made through Toby. Did I? Listen, you... Really, Mr. Laswell, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Mel, darling, let's get out of here. You're not going to leave me, are you, Mr. Laswell? Please, don't. You're an
2: awfully funny fellow, Tompkins. Don't blame me for all this.
1: Take me with you, Mr. Laswell. I just want to be near her. If you're afraid I'll make love to her, you needn't worry. I wouldn't. Tompkins, this is the
2: most disgraceful demonstration I've ever heard. What can I do about him?
1: Mel, please, come on. I love her. I'll do anything if you'll just let me go with you, Mr. Laswell. Anything. All right, Tompkins, you ask for it. Oh, no, Mel, don't get him, don't get him.
4: Oh. Oh.
1: oh, Mel. Why did you do it? The man's not natural. Yeah,
4: now, uh, what, what, what's going on?
2: Well, I don't know what's eating that fellow. Uh, ribs a rib, but he doesn't know where to stop. I guess he got the last laugh on me, making me lose my temper. Yeah,
4: well, he doesn't seem
3: to be doing much laughing. He, uh, he's all right? Yeah, he's a bit done in. Can't say he didn't have it
1: coming, though. Oh, darling, I'm glad he didn't break the dummy when he fell. <sighs> And <laughs> you do care what happens to me I love you, Mrs. Lasworth
3: So you see, Inspector, I should have known then That I couldn't prevent Lasworth getting Toby I knew they'd be plotting the two of them mm, I see One question, Mr. Tompkins Yes would you say that Mrs. Laswell is an exceptionally attractive woman? To some men, perhaps. And since we know that you think and speak through the dummy, isn't it just possible that you may yourself find Mrs. Laswell uh, appealing? Oh, what is this rubbish you're talking? Are you interested in learning the truth of what happened, or are you... Are uh, you trying to muddle me up? I'd like to hear the matter out, Mr. Tompkins As you well know, I was sacked by the Kit Kat on the spot. I hardly spoke to Toby all the way home. I wanted to impress upon him the misfortune he'd caused us. But first, I hoped that Toby's attention to Mrs. Laswell had embarrassed them both so much that Laswells would no longer feel any interest in him. But in my heart, I knew the Laswells hadn't finished, but at that very moment, they must have been plotting. Plotting their next move to get Toby away from me. (coughs) I'll tell you what that next move was. In our hotel, I carefully turned the key in the lock. Toby and I were secured for the night. I put him in his own little bed and then made ready for bed myself. As I moved around the room, his eyes followed me, scornfully. Then I thought of the revolver in my bag and took it out. With the revolver in my right hand and the key in my left, I lay down on the bed
1: and waited. (coughs) I goes
3: off. I don't know for how long. But suddenly I was awake. My eyes staring. Toby, was gone! What is it? Saswell? I want to talk to you. No, be careful. It's Tompkins. The door
2: is locked. Where is Toby? Get out, Tompkins. Now, comfort Toby. Where is he? You've stolen Toby from me, and I want him back. I don't know what you're talking about, but if you're referring to your dummy, I haven't seen him. Now, now, get out.
1: <laughs> Well.
2: Oh. What's wrong, dear? on dear?
1: On the floor.
4: On the floor at the foot of my bed. Oh,
3: Toby. Toby, there you are. I found you. Oh, my poor little
2: Toby, you've been kidnapped. Look, Tompkins, I don't know how your dummy got here.
3: Toby. Toby, speak to me. Wake up, Toby.
1: Look, Mel. We... Look. Look how he's oh, shaking, please. that
3: awful thing as oh. He's always trying to weaken it <laughs> Oh, you're not deceiving me, Toby
1: You
2: know very well I'm here Go away and leave me alone I'm through with you, Tompkins Oh, oh Toby. Take it easy, Claudia We've had all we can take of this, Tompkins Are you going to deny you stole Toby from me? I certainly am Look here, man You're, you're mad, you're ill Ill?
3: Grammar. You took Toby from me and you
2: say I'm ill? I didn't take Toby You brought the dummy here You must have brought it here well, maybe while you were walking in your sleep, but you brought it here. I'm going to prove it. Stay away from the phone. No,
4: he
1: has to gun.
2: You can shoot if you like, but I'm going to prove to you that... Hello. Hello, give me the desk, clerk. Please.
1: Tompkins, I won't go with you. I'm going to stay with her forever. If Mr. Laswell will let me... Clerk,
2: this is Mr. Laswell in 722. I want to know if someone came to my room a few hours ago. Is this some sort of trick? A man came, you say, and he was carrying a ventriloquist dummy. Hmm. You let him come up. Did you hear that, Tompkins? Uh, I'm not deceived by this. Will you describe the man for me, please?
3: No. Oh, no, you're a devil, Laswell. You stole Toby from me, now you're trying to drive me mad. Well, here,
2: take the phone. No,
1: no, I won't listen. You're tricking me again. Don't be careful. Well, you won't succeed this time.
3: No, I don't deny that I shot Laswell, Inspector, but I, I believe that provocation was ample. I dare say you would agree. After all, Laswell turned a friend against me. An old and a very valued friend. Who I mind mean. Very much. Tomkins, in due time I may ask you to sign a formal confession on the basis of the story you've just told me. No objection. I'll sign it. Oh, by the way, Inspector... I wonder if now you might let me see Toby again. I'd like to oblige you, but... See, it's only for a short while, sir. You see, I felt rather badly about not seeing him, especially after our trouble. And if you are given a little time together, perhaps Toby and I could straighten out our affairs. Well, if you like, I think I can manage with... Perhaps uh, have him brought down to your cell. Oh, thank, you. thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes. Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing Toby again. I am indeed. <laughs> And that's the story as Tompkins told it to me, Mr. Laswell.
2: And it's incredible. I, well, I had some idea what was going on in the fellow's mind, but, but that is... Mel, no,
3: I'm so sorry for it. Uh, just one question, Mr. Laswell. You'll pardon my asking. Yes? Did you have anything to do with what's happened to the Kit Kat? I mean, you didn't project your voice through Toby. Certainly not. And so I thought. This business has me baffled. If I thought Tompkins might be more dangerous than he's already proved. Well, I'm afraid there is that possibility,
2: Inspector. Huh? It may be that Tompkins has become so accustomed to thinking as two persons that the personalities have actually become divided. Is that possible? For one man to have two separate and distinct personalities? Yes, that's not rare. Well, I'll admit I've I've never heard of anything exactly like this business. What will happen to him now? It's a battle that Tompkins will have to fight out within himself. As long as he's in that cell without the dummy, he may learn to think for himself as himself again. Good heavens, man.
3: Look here, I permitted that dummy to be taken to the Tompkins in his cell. You what? Tompkins was so keen on having a dummy with no, him no, that do I... Do you
4: think that will harm him? Well,
3: I don't know, but...
4: Here, hey, it's All right, doll. here I am. Uh, it's that Tompkins, sir. Uh, uh, Killing on something awful in this cell. What's happened? We put the big doll in with him, like you said, sir. And right off, he began arguing with it. carrying on a fight. Real life-like.
3: It's just like two people one ate each other. Laswell, you were right. Come on, we'd better get to them before it's too late.
1: (laughs) Well, all I can say is I knew you'd wind up this way sometime, put away for keeps a jail, bud.
3: Oh, Toby, I can't stand you having to talk to me that way. How can you be so ungrateful? I made you everything you
1: are. You made me, did you? You were the smallest of the small till I teamed with you. Have you forgotten that once you were an empty, lifeless stick of wood? Oh, come off it, Tompkins. You're a regular slush pot of sentimentality.
3: Please, please be a little kind to me.
1: Get away from me. I can't stand the beggar. Why should I have anything to do with you? You've never done anything right. You couldn't even kill Lazarus. Oh, shut up, Teresa. Don't torture me. I wish you had killed him. Then his wife would belong to me. I could be with her forever. Oh, oh, you fool. Don't you know that's impossible? You're just saying that you're jealous because I love her. Oh, no, I can't stand it. You're a, you're a monster. I've got to get rid of you. I've got to kill you. Destroy you. Tompkins, take your hands off me. I'm through with you. Take your hands off now! No. No.
2: I'll kill you, you mama little
1: swine!
4: fate strike. a You beat. the dirty. dirty.
1: your
3: style. Now. Now talk back to me, you little monster. Now tell me I failed at
1: everything. i am smashed your face. You can't kill me, Duncan. No matter how you try, you can't kill me. Can't
2: I guess we'd better see what we can do for the poor devil.
3: He certainly made a pile of kindling out of his dummy, didn't he? Oh,
1: Mel, what will it do to him when he
4: sees what he's done to Toby?
3: How is he, Inspector? He's coming around all right. Tomkins. Tomkins, come out of it, fellow. Everything's going to be all right.
2: He's reviving. He's opening his eyes.
3: Come on, now. I'll help you sit up. There's a fellow. Uh, feeling a little better now, aren't we? Mr.
2: Dark. he's looking around for the dummy.
3: Here we are, Tomkins. I guess this is what you're looking for. Your tummy's broken
1: up a bit, but he'll be all right. <laughs> he said he'd kill me, but I told him he couldn't. I killed him. Isn't that wonderful, Mrs. Lashley? Tompkins is dead. Now we can be together forever, the three of us. You want me, don't you, Mrs. Raswell? You've got to want me because I think you're beautiful. And I love you, and I'll be your slave always. And always.
3: In 30 minutes, CBS has presented Out of This World, bringing you Charles Gussman's adaptation of the motion picture Dead of Night. Barry Kroger was featured as Tompkins and Art Carney as Toby. Original music by Albert Berman.
2: Out of This World is directed by John Moseman for CBS, the
3: Columbia Broadcasting System.